0: We all know there are times when you don't have many choices in who you work with, like when a pipe bursts and you need a plumber right now. But when it comes to your mental health, you should have choices so you don't get stuck with a therapist who can't remember what you tell them every week. To find a good therapist for you, try ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book hundreds of types of doctors, including thousands of mental health providers. We're talking about therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare hundreds of types of patient-reviewed, in-network doctors, including mental health providers, and instantly book appointments with them online. The typical wait time to see a mental health provider booked on ZocDoc is just four days. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments, either online or in person. I use this, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com stronger and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated therapist, psychiatrist, or psychologist today. That's zocdoc.com slash stronger, zocdoc.com slash stronger. Since it's that time of year when so many people are thinking about getting into shape, improving their mental health, and finding ways to feel better, I wanted you to know that you don't have to separate your physical and mental health activities. There are lots of physical activities that can do wonders for your mental health. But I know that probably doesn't surprise you. A lot of people say exercise is good for your mental health. What most people don't know is which specific exercises are best for depression, which exercises are best for anxiety, or which type of exercise is best for stress management. So here's a classic episode about which physical activities are best for certain mental health issues. Welcome to Mentally Stronger, the show that will help you develop the mental strength you need to reach your greatest potential, no matter what life throws your way. I'm Amy Morin, psychotherapist, mental strength trainer, and an international bestselling author of five books on mental strength. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a mental strength strategy that can fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. And the fun part is, we record the show from a sailboat in the Florida Keys. Make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you can get mental strength tips delivered to you every single week. Now, let's dive in today's episode. One of the best ways to improve your mental health is to move your body. But when your mental health declines, exercising is probably the last thing you feel like doing. So don't beat yourself up if you can't do it or you can't exercise hard for a long time. I've been there and truth be told, I'm still there sometimes. When I'm really anxious about something, I lose my appetite, I can't sleep, and I often don't work out because I feel physically ill. And even though I know exercise helps, there have been times when I just couldn't make myself do it. So if you struggle to get moving when you feel depressed or anxious, you're not alone. But I want to give you some hope today about different ways you can move your body to improve your mental health and the types of exercises that are best for different mental health issues according to science. While any kind of movement is good for mental health issues like depression, anxiety, bipolar, grief, ADHD, etc., I'm going to share what the research says about what types of exercise might be best for each mental health issue. So here are the seven best physical exercises that will boost your mental strength and improve specific mental health issues. Number one, run to combat depression. Research shows running can be just as effective at combating depression as taking antidepressants. But if you aren't into running, don't worry. Walking can help too, and I'll get into that in a minute. A 2023 study published in the Journal of Affective Disorders shared an experiment where people who were diagnosed with depression were given the option to either take an antidepressant or try running. The runners did a 10-minute warm-up and then 30 minutes of jogging with a five-minute cool-down. The people in the antidepressant group took up to 20 milligrams of Lexapro. At the end of 16 weeks, the results were almost identical. 43% of runners reported no symptoms of depression, and 45% of the people who took the antidepressant reported their symptoms improved. But the runners had added health benefits, of course, since they were doing physical activity. So almost half of both groups felt better in four months. Of course, I wish that number were higher, like 95% of both groups improved. But the fact that the results were almost the same means that running could be as good of an option for people who don't want to take medicine. Medication can have side effects and it sometimes takes up to four to six weeks to even see if it works. But if you know that you aren't going to be running anytime soon, don't worry. There's also evidence that walking is a great way to combat depression, too. Studies found that 200 minutes of walking per week, which is less than 30 minutes a day, greatly reduces depression and improves quality of life. I've seen this work really well in my therapy office, too. One woman I worked with had significant depression. She worked from home and spent a lot of time on the couch. But she really liked podcasts. So she decided that she would listen to podcasts while she walked around the block. And that became her motivation to get moving. Her depression got a little bit better over the course of a few weeks. But when she started to feel a little bit better, she could then push herself to do more things that helped. Like she called a friend and they went and had coffee together, or she started shopping instead of having her groceries always delivered to her. Just getting out and moving more improved her mood. But it started just by pushing herself to take a walk around the block. And here's a bonus for you. If you're fortunate enough to live near a green space, walking in nature might get you an even bigger benefit. Researchers at Stanford found that taking a walk in the woods is especially helpful at reducing depression. But you don't have to be depressed to experience the mental health benefits of walking. Taking regular walks boosts emotional health in people who aren't depressed too. It's a natural mood booster. So that's number one. Running or walking is good for combating depression. And number two, lift weights to combat anxiety. Cardio can be good for anxiety. Doing something that gets your heart rate up, like running, requires a lot of energy. Then when your body's done, you start to relax, which means your body relaxes a bit too and you feel calmer. But like I said earlier, when you're worried sick about something, Sprinting is probably not high on your priority list, mostly because you won't even feel like it's an option. Fortunately, though, cardio isn't the only thing you can do. Weightlifting is a great way to combat anxiety. And that's important because a lot of us are anxious right now. If you look up the statistics on anxiety, you'll find that about 15% of the U.S. population reports frequent anxiety that lasts 15 to 30 days a month. I actually think it's way higher than that. Anxiety is the most common issue I treat people for, but it's not just people in my therapy office that I'm seeing with anxiety. There are a lot of people in my personal life who are struggling with it right now too. Now I'm going to pause for just a second to get a quick word from our sponsor. Do you want to get high quality meat delivered straight to your house? Or in my case, a sailboat? Try ButcherBox. It saves me time and money. And if you order right now, Mentally Stronger listeners can get steak, chicken, or salmon free in every single order for an entire year. I love that ButcherBox offers grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught seafood. There are no antibiotics or added hormones. They even offer vegetarian options. ButcherBox lets you decide how often you want deliveries, and you can pick a curated plan, or you could completely customize your box sign up at butcherbox.com/stronger and get our special deal. Butcherbox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com/stronger and use code stronger to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There are different degrees of anxiety and different types of anxiety. But essentially, the symptoms include nervousness, fear, and worry. And anxiety tends to cause sleep problems, aches and pains, changes in appetite, poor health, and physical limitations. Fortunately, though, studies show lifting weights is a great intervention. Perhaps the best news is you don't have to do high-intensity weightlifting to get the benefits. Moderate intensity resistance training is even more effective at reducing anxiety than high intensity. So you don't have to lift tons of weights or really heavy weights to get the benefit. I know gym memberships can be expensive and for a lot of people, it's inconvenient. And home gym equipment can be expensive too. But you can always just buy dumbbells and work out from your living room. There are tons of free online content that will teach you at-home dumbbell workouts. Number three, do some yoga to reduce your stress and symptoms of PTSD. Almost anyone who enjoys yoga knows it reduces stress. But if you've never tried yoga, you might be skeptical of how it could actually work. In fact, just the thought of trying yoga might cause you to feel more anxious. But research shows yoga affects neurotransmitters in your brain and it reduces stress. Not just while you're doing yoga, but in your everyday life. Studies have found that yoga specifically benefits people with PTSD. When compared to a control group, people treated with trauma-informed yoga classes showed a significant decrease in PTSD symptoms. I've encouraged many of my therapy clients to try yoga. At first, a lot of them say they feel kind of self-conscious going to a class, or they feel anxious doing something that's slow paced. But out of all the people who stick to it, almost all of them say, yeah, it helps with my anxiety. And it reduces the symptoms that they've experienced after a traumatic event. You don't necessarily need to go to an in-person yoga class. Just Google free yoga videos and you'll get about 2 million results. You can do yoga from your living room. Number four, go swimming to combat stress. Study after study has found that just being around water reduces stress. If you look at the ocean or you sit by a river, it's good for your mental health. But swimming has some added benefits. A 2014 study published in a journal called Regulatory, Integrative, and Comparative Physiology found that immersing yourself in water increases blood flow to your brain. That improves your memory, concentration, and cognitive function. It also improves your mood. Swimming also leads to the creation of new neurons in the hippocampus, region of your brain that's responsible for memory, learning, and emotion regulation, that means swimming actually reverses damage done to your brain by stress. It increases the oxygen to your brain and the nutrient supply, and the hippocampus part of your brain actually grows bigger. And you don't necessarily need to swim in a lake to get all those benefits. The study was conducted in a tank, and they found that just being in water not necessarily swimming laps, had that powerful impact on the brain. So go swimming and you'll improve your brain function and decrease your stress. Number five, sign up for a team sport to boost your self-esteem. It might seem like a team sport is actually going to do the opposite. Like some people will say that they're more self-conscious when they're exercising in front of other people, but you don't necessarily have to join an adult soccer team in order to play a team sport. When we say team sport, I'm talking about a sport that just involves other people. So it could be golfing or joining a bowling league. Unlike running on a treadmill by yourself in the gym, try looking for sports that involve other people if you want to improve your overall psychological well-being. A 2023 study found that people who participate in physical activities with other people experience higher self-esteem and more satisfaction with life. And it doesn't have to be a competitive sport either. It could just be a social activity. So even running with a friend could improve your self-esteem. So if there's a sport that you like or one that you've maybe been doing by yourself, think about whether there's a way to make it more of a social activity to get the added benefits. Number six, try martial arts to work through grief. Any kind of physical activity can be good for grief, Moving your body helps your brain process the loss. But there's some evidence that martial arts is especially helpful for people who are working through grief. So, whether you take a karate class or you go to Tai Chi, martial arts have been found to give people who are grieving a sense of freedom, an opportunity to express emotions, an escape from grief, and social support. Number seven, stretch to reduce exhaustion. A Spanish study found that stretching is a good strategy for exhaustion. But we're not talking about the physical exhaustion you feel after a long workout. We're talking about the exhaustion that you feel from sitting at your desk all day. In the study, workers stretched for 10 minutes after every workday. After three months, they reported physical improvements like more flexibility and better mobility. But they also reported lower levels of anxiety and reduced exhaustion. They had more energy after work once they were done stretching, which was a great way to separate their workday from their life outside of work. So those are seven exercises that can improve your mental health. Run to combat depression, lift weights to cope with anxiety, use yoga to reduce symptoms of PTSD, swim to combat stress, Join a team sport to boost your self-esteem. Use martial arts to cope with grief. And stretch to reduce exhaustion. Keep in mind that you can always experiment with physical activities. You might lift weights for a couple weeks and see if you feel less anxious. If that doesn't work, try yoga. Or start going for a walk in the mornings to see if it boosts your mood. If it doesn't seem to help, try going for a quick stroll in the park later in the day. Keep working to find ways that moving your body can help you build the mental strength that you need to think, feel, and do your best. And the more mental strength you build, the easier it is to stay physically active, which is good for both your mind and your body. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this message, share it with them. Simply sharing a link to this episode could help someone feel better and grow stronger. Do you want free access to my online course? It's called 10 Mental Strength Exercises That Will Help You Reach Your Greatest Potential. To get your free pass, just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and then send us a screenshot. Our email address is podcast at amymorinlcsw.com, and we'll reply with your all-access pass to the course. Thank you for hanging out with me today and for listening to the Mentally Stronger Podcast. And as always, a big thank you to my show's producer who does almost all the things on this list, except for yoga, I think, Nick Valentine.